Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hi and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with me, Sarah J. Naylor. And I'm delighted today I have a fabulous guest for you, Tracy Tsang. And she's actually over in Hong Kong. And it sounds a lot warmer than where we are in the UK at the moment but I'm going to uh, let her introduce herself but she's absolutely fabulous and she's got an incredibly interesting background as to where she was and where she is now and what she's doing so over to you Tracy please do introduce yourself to my fabulous listeners thank you so much Sarah for inviting me to be on your show I'm absolutely honoured and uh, I think it's a fantastic concept what you are currently producing so uh, about me I am a self-mastery coach and an RTT practitioner that stands for rapid transformational therapy and basically what I do is I help female coaches therapists and healers to overcome subconscious self-sabotage to reclaim their power and also to embrace their true self-worth so that they can sort of access that next level abundance and fulfillment in life which is absolutely awesome because people do get stuck energy gets stuck around bodies doesn't it and it's you know I've done different therapies myself over the years I haven't done RTT which sounds absolutely amazing it sounds like it combines so many different things from the conversations we've had previously but we get stuck energy don't we and it's it's about going in into the subconscious and releasing that energy well you you explain a bit more but it's it's fascinating stuff and it's really really powerful and sort of freeing to unblock yourself because sometimes you don't know where that stuff is Exactly. So basically, the main difference when dealing with the subconscious is that you no longer have to deal with that critical layer in your mind that's sort of constantly judging and like trying to think through, um, you know, what, what's appropriate or, or not, and actually go straight into dialoguing with your subconscious to get to the root causes of issues. So mm-hmm. uh, basically what RTT is, is a highly effective form of therapy that was pioneered by Britain's top therapist, Marissa Peer, and it combines really the best of CBT, NLP, uh, counselling, psychotherapy. Lots of different elements, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, there are lots of elements. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, the, the way it works is uh, through hypnosis, we're able mm. to um, dialogue with your subconscious and really get to the root causes of whatever issue is impacting you, whether it's in self-confidence, self-esteem, it could be emotional issues like anxiety, or it could even be a physical health issue. So it's a very powerful sort of suite of tools where mm-hmm. we can um, work with your subconscious and then put in interventions because we can find out where those self-limiting beliefs or negative beliefs are coming from and we can replace them with more self-empowering beliefs and also uh, new kind of thought patterns and actions that's you can program into subconscious it's truly fascinating as i say i know myself i've done elements of that which um eft is one of them which i'm sure it may be sort of integrated into rtt and you know in the past when i've had that therapy myself i didn't know why i used to compare myself to other people or why i was always putting other people before myself and i didn't know where that root cause came from But with the EFT and sort of hypnotherapy, which my therapist did, and this was, I think, long before Marissa brought about RTT, so it's elements of it. But once you've had that experience, it's so freeing. And you go, you think about those thoughts 
Okay, and, and you're not affected. It's just, it's it's magic. It really is. It's just, but it's transformational, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the beauty of it. And to have that in your toolkit, to be able to deliver that and to free people up to become the best person they can be, because that's it, isn't it? And, it, and this is what my podcast is all about. It's that harnessing happiness. And if you can free yourself up from that stuff that blocks you, you can become a happier person as a result. And you, your energy flows and it beca- you become healthier as well because your mental issues can come and manifest themselves as physical ailments as well. Or physical ailments become mentally challenging ones because you. Can, it's just how you release this, isn't it? It's just... Oh, it's it's brilliant. So you, you went up the artificial intelligence route to start with, didn't you? Yeah, so I actually have a tech background. I studied artificial intelligence and software engineering before realizing that I actually wasn't a very good programmer. And, um, and then <laughs> I'm I, sure you were brilliant. <laughs> But maybe it wasn't your passion. <laughs> no, but interestingly, uh, when I think back, what got me into AI was because when I was in college, I was really interested in psychology and also computers. And I thought oh. AI would be the perfect way to combine the two. In some way, I still think like I, I enjoy doing the course because it's absolutely fascinating to see mm-hmm. what the you know edges of what machines can do and how that overlaps with with um, human abilities and Mm -hmm. how you might model various things that people do, whether it's language skills, whether it's the way you think about things on machines or robots even. Um, But yeah, I I think for me, I was always more of a creative person. And so Mm -hmm. then I did a master's degree in design for interactive media. Yeah, my career has sort of evolved a lot, I would say. Uh, (laughs) I, I started out sort of doing user experience design. What is user experience design? (laughs) That's everything from websites to um, more complicated stuff. Like at some point I I created like a prototype radio that actually talks to an app as well. So it's everything everything to do with um, human interaction with machines, whether it's Mm -hmm. through simple interfaces like websites and apps, so that you design it in such a way that it's simple to use and it's easy for the person to to achieve the goals they want to with that interface but also creating an experience that is memorable and fun Mm -hmm. and um sparks joy for them through various um, meandering paths uh, (laughs) so i worked for an agency and then i worked for a innovation company that was doing Mm -hmm. creative innovation for children's books and then i went into doing my own sort of consulting work and one of my consulting projects was uh, with a robot called Sophia. So it's a humanoid mm-hmm. robot that looked very wow. much like a human. And um, it's got facial expression. Uh, it's very realistic. And it was oh very gosh. interesting uh, because I, I guess there's two parts to it. There's like the creative part of how, you know, when when you are writing a, a script for a robot to to speak or to interact with other people, the way that interaction works is completely different from how a website or an app might work. And so mm-hmm. you're really starting to get to that edge of artificial intelligence or edge oh of, um, you know, what's possible and where that overlapping point is between humans and robots, because actually yes. yeah. it, it's not just like a robot arm that's moving around. It's actually 
a humanoid robot that looks very much like a human. It responds with expressions oh, and gosh. it speaks in a very realistic way. And so I think that is a very interesting exploration and experience. Mm. This insight actually came from more recently, having done the work with RTT and worked with a number of clients mm-hmm. and realizing that a lot of people have this kind of negative inner voice or negative chatter that's going on in their minds and it all comes down to saying like I'm not good enough I'm not smart enough I'm not worthy I don't deserve this I'm nothing I'm rubbish at this like other people can do it but I can't and then I was thinking back like if I was to go and program these beliefs into a robot it would be frozen like it would just be stuck and it wouldn't be able to do anything because these are such unconstructive thoughts yes (laughs) but yet exactly humans we are different because we are vulnerable to these as Mm -hmm. well as the beautiful emotions that we go through and uh, we are vulnerable to these uh, kind of self-sabotaging thoughts and self-sabotaging patterns and so I, I thought that was an interesting insight when looking back because when you say programming your subconscious people get a bit skeptical or a bit Mm. defensive because nobody wants to be like a robot and it's a very sensitive topic these days because ai is getting more and more intelligent and people Mm. wonder if they'll be replaced by by machines but i think the the real insight here is knowing that actually there's so much depth to to human emotions including you know the kind of deep work we do with rtt when it comes to dealing with emotional trauma like we go really deep down into where these um, negative beliefs come from how they're created by emotional traumas that haven't been resolved and how we can like overcome these and actually empower ourselves to live the life that we really want so yeah i I think it was uh, definitely an interesting interesting moment when I start thinking in reverse and thought if I would put this kind of beliefs and thoughts into a robot that it would be completely stuck and frozen so maybe rather than thinking how you might be programming your subconscious think about if you were to program these exact thoughts into a robot how would that how would that react yeah exactly And, and, and why would we want to program ourselves in that way I mean I've spent a lot of time over the years you know, reworking, reprogramming through all the training that I've done. As I said, mentioned to you before, I've done sort of EFT and I've done Reiki and through my coach training, because I did NLP with my coach training, I've done other work with Richard um, Bandler and Paul McKenna as well. So I've worked with lots of different people. But right at the beginning of the early stages of my um, coach training and recognising the subconscious doesn't recognise a negative. So everything you say to it, it, it believes. So it's about exactly. being really mindful and being aware of what you're saying to yourself, whether it's in your thoughts, words and actions, because what you put out is actually what you get back. So when even when I'm writing, and if I start to think, I don't want to do this, it's like, well, actually, what do I want to do instead? It's reprogramming, it's rewording what you're sending down into your subconscious. And actually, it's so liberating. I live very much in the day. I have lots of plans for the future you know and I've learned from the stuff in the past but I live very much in the present and I'm very aware of what's going on and what's happening so but I've I've worked on myself like you're talking about to that extent to recognizing the words that I you know feed through and what triggers them and reworking them and reprogramming (laughs) reprogramming my mind to make me bigger and louder and (laughs) 
that is. But it is, it's, it's, it's fascinating, fascinating stuff. But you, you really sort of changed your life around from, from doing that because you sort of went through personal experiences, didn't you? And that brings me to one of the questions I wanted to ask you is like, what makes you a happy person, Tracy? What, what, <laughs> what makes you happy? So I think I can definitely spend over an hour talking about this. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> one of the um, most important component is definitely having a mindset that is positive. So knowing that everything is happening for me for the highest good, even when there's rejections or detours, they're all there to help me become mm-hmm. who I'm destined to be or who I want to be. But it's like necessary experiences that I need to go yes. through in order yes. to get to that point. And then also knowing that I'm enough just as my authentic self and being Mm -hmm. able to convince my subconscious mind of that and that I'm worthy and deserving of the love, the success, the happiness and abundance that I want and that is Mm -hmm. actually available already if I didn't self-sabotage myself. Also is the uh, actively choosing to let love, to let joy and abundance into my life rather than thoughts that are stemming from fear, uh, self-doubt or anxiety, scarcity and lack. So being very deliberate and intentional about what you let into your life, into your mind and like ruminate in your mind yes no absolutely I'm I'm 100% with you on all of that and that's exactly I mean it just makes such a difference doesn't it when you when you change your mindset and you think like that because what you what you put out is what you attract back I mean a lot lot of people may well be aware of the law of attraction and it's in simplistic form it's you know it's, it's universal energy and whatever it is you you send out to the universe you will get back so if you think in lack you get lack back but if you think in abundance you get abundance that doesn't necessarily mean to say you're suddenly going to be rained down with <laughs> hundreds of thousands of pounds but it's it's how you view things it's that perception and I've coined a phrase and it's actually going through trademarking at the moment which is very exciting called ape mindset which is acceptance perspective and energy so it's you know accepting where you are and who you are and what you've got and what you what you can and you can't change and then the perspective and, and, and how you view that because if you view it like you were saying from that positive perspective you will always look at what the learning is what the wisdom is what you're gaining from it from what, what even the most challenging of situations what what am I, what's being presented what am I learning how am I taking this what, what am I going to gain from it and then sort of channeling your energy accordingly so you've got that energy driving into something that you're sort of passionate about and it's just believing everything's working out like you said for the for the greater good for the for your higher self to yeah it's exciting though isn't it and when you've got that that mindset like you've got and obviously we share that mindset it's very liberating because you no longer try to control so much like you sort of trust I don't know I mean I, I'm kind of a spiritual person I'm not religious but I'm quite a spiritual person yeah. and I just trust that the universe has greater plans and there is such a thing as divine timing and there's a, such yes. a thing as just the wrong timing <laughs> and so like as an entrepreneur you notice it even more because you don't have that control that's trying to happen from your company but rather everything is happening according to your plan and you really notice when something works and when something just doesn't and then all sorts of obstacles come in the way and just nothing quite flow when it doesn't either it's not in alignment or it's not in the right timing or whatever so I think the ability to take on that mindset knowing that it is happening for you somehow and there's always Mm. something good that is going to come from it even though at the time it might be like 
irritating. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going with your flow. It's going with those natural rhythms and it's recognising, it's tuning into your instinct, your intuition and, and going with what feels right, what yeah. feels good. And, you know, uh, 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 negating that sort of monkey chatter that can be going in there. In fact, I've, I have to say, I don't have that. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, that was going to be my second point, which is doing the inner work. So yeah. <laughs> that that was really, um, I, I think it can be very much underestimated how, how important that is because so much of the talk about positivity and happiness is focusing on the positive, but actually knowing how to deal with the shadows to deal with your your past emotional traumas that are holding you back that's equally important so like when you've done that work to eliminate your subconscious block the negative chatters and take care of your inner child then Mm-hmm. like you're able to get rid of that chatter that is just not very conducive to to helping you get where you want to be or achieve your goals and you find exactly. things move so, so much more smoother you're able to achieve success much easier you don't procrastinate you don't sort of question things you just following your instinct and your intuition is just so much easier to work that way but as you say being sort of an entrepreneur I mean I've been self-employed since 2009 so you know I've had that freedom but I've had to, you know I've thrust thrust it upon myself in fact I um I've been married for 20 well been in a relationship for 20 years married for 10 of those and left when my son was six and ended up being a single parent and then that was in 2005 and then in 2009 I just went and got a bank loan to set myself up in business and I've been self-employed ever since but I've trusted that it was the right thing to do because where I was at that time wasn't right and it's just and having that flow and being in charge of your own destiny and yeah just you, you, it just keeps on getting bigger and better as you say all the time and it's just a journey and it's not about it isn't about that destination it is about what we are learning along the way because like you um I'm very spiritual as well and it's I, I sort of had an epiphany when I restarted my life 20 well 16 years ago now coming up for you know I just I've got a second stab at life in this lifetime and my life looks no different looks completely different to how it used to be so it's, it's taking it seizing that moment isn't it and then as you say letting go of all the stuff that doesn't serve you to enable you to become that true authentic self and be able to serve others which is what we're here for to to you know empower and rise and help other people raise up and and how have you used that positive mindset yourself you know when you've had challenging situations how have you used it and channeled it to overcome anything that has been like you've just said challenging but you know you've had those opportunities to learn from them i think it's like taking that idea that it's all happening for me and choosing to to see the positive and also what i can learn out of the situation so i might do something differently next time but also Mm -hmm. being not harsh on myself so be compassionate towards yourself and others because Things happen and uh, yeah, I mean, there's always different perspectives, even uh, if it's the same situation. So uh, what I usually do when um, something comes up that, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a, a bad situation or something that is making me feel negative emotions Mm -hmm. then I would generally take a step back from the situation first to slow down and calm down and I would like meditate on the situation so that I can take a more balanced view and also review the the root causes of what actually like why it happened 
And then I think forgiveness is a big part of it mm. because uh, basically what I've come to conclusion on forgiveness is that it's basically self-liberation. So it's mm. actually not so much to do with saying that it's okay that the other person did whatever they did. Ultimately, we all make mistakes and things go wrong sometimes. So I think it's about knowing that forgiveness is really about liberating yourself. So being able to forgive the situation, forgive myself, forgive the other person and like neutralize yes, yeah. the emotions around the, um, the situation a bit. And also, I'm quite a big fan of shadow integration. In fact, I, I include it with my um, self-mastery coaching. And mm -hmm. this is where you notice where there is like judgment, resentment, guilt, blame, shame, anger that are still hanging around or where your ego might be getting in the way. So I think that that comes from a deep awareness of how you feel inside and being very honest with yourself. And I've been inspired by Debbie Ford's book on the, the dark side of the light chasers. I don't know if you're familiar with Ooh, that. Oh, that sounds interesting. Is that, is that a book recommendation there? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, right. Well, you have to send me the link and we can pop that into, uh, into, the, into the, uh, the bio. If you're ready to do the shadow work on yourself, I definitely recommend it. Generally, shadow work is something not very well understood, I would say, because people want to like skim over it and so they, they would be able to get to a certain level of healing and maybe just decide to forget about it and accept it that these kind of um, feelings or emotions are just there to be accepted but actually I think to to fully heal from a situation um, or an event that has caused you to create negative beliefs or self-sabotaging thoughts then you really need to do that shadow integration work so it's yeah. all about owning my part of um, mm. on what happened or how I've created the situation, but also the part of me that I have rejected from myself that has caused, like, created this situation. Yes, yeah, or yeah. manifested mm -hmm. the situation, and also what I might be projecting to the other person, and that mm -hmm. the projection usually comes from judgment. So if there's anything I judge about myself, or if there's anything I judge about the other person, I can be pretty sure that it's something I've rejected from myself, or it's something that I've projected onto the other person. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's that that whole. It, as you, you obviously you talk about the inner work and the shadow side. It's it's that sort of looking at yourself, and it's taking that step back and observing the mirror work that you can do. And it's it, you're looking at yourself and what it is that what are you getting back and what. Why is that? Why do I feel that way? Where does that come from? What do I need to do to change that so I, get, so I can get different results? And, and I, so I love what you've said about forgiveness as well, because when we go back to what we were talking about earlier, what we're talking and sending into the subconscious, if you're not forgiving people, all you're actually doing is hurting yourself because actually you're consistently then still criticising yourself, aren't you? Because, you know, you're, you might be going, oh, I don't forgive them. Well, actually, the, the subconscious is just hearing it to yourself, I don't forgive you. And then that, that's a negative emotion and you want to clear that. So where's that coming from? How do you address it? What do you look at it? And the thing is, you can do all of this, but there are, you know, like the RTT that you're, you, you know, that you practice with um, with people, it's taking that step, isn't it? To embrace all this. You don't need to do it on your own. There are so many therapists and incredible people who are talented in lots of different areas. So the, what one thing might not work for you, something else will work for you. And obviously with the RTT, it combines, as you said, so many different elements that dig deep to help you release that energy, which the lightness in your step, once you are 
not bogged down by stuff that's stuck, that energy that's stuck. It's just is so freeing and so liberating. And you know, there's stuff that you don't even know where it's come from. Because like you say, we can do that inner work. We can look at ourselves. But sometimes you just you just don't know. It's like, well, what? Why? <laughs> Why do I think like that? I have no idea. But if somebody like yourself can go in, talk to the subconscious. I know, as you said, people, that there's this fear. I mean, fear is just an illusion. It's something of our own creation that we project out. It's stemmed and rooted in sort of tens of thousands of years ago when you don't want to run out in front of a bison and get eaten. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> don't live in that world. Okay, it stops us from running out in front of a bus. And there are elements that you, you need to be aware of and give it an you know, acknowledge it. Go, yeah, well, thanks, thanks for flagging that up. But do you know what? I'm looking at this from a different perspective. It's fine. And that's it, isn't it? It's that whole different shift of perspective and recognising that fear is just an illusion. So don't fear it. Feel it and go with it because you will feel so much better. But if you consistently think like that, you will always think like that. And if you're not ready for change, it's not going to work anyway. So it's the readiness for change, isn't it? Yeah. And I think also gratitude is a, is a big part. So after you've done the shadow work, the letting go, then it's really about how you, I mean, identifying how the situation might be happening for me and also mm -hmm. what the universe might be trying to reveal through the situation and then finding the humor and benefits that are actually there in the situation. <laughs> so detaching from your emotions a little bit and actually see it from another perspective. I love the fact you said humor as well, because <laughs> you have got to laugh, haven't yes. you? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I was listening to Billy Connolly being interviewed on the radio and, um, and he was saying, I challenge anybody not to try a, a knitted tea cosy hat on in the, the, you know, the, 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 the knitted tea cosy covers that go on top of teapots to keep them warm in the UK, obviously. <laughs> so everybody that's on their own in the kitchen with a tea cosy like that will try it on. <laughs> what would your top tips be then? I mean, obviously you've discussed a lot of different elements, which is absolutely awesome. So thank you so much for sharing. What would your top tips be to our listeners that would help them harness happiness in their lives first of all i think it's like being aware of your self-talk and mindset so like we said earlier a lot of people just have those uh, rubbish going on saying i'm not enough uh, you know i'm not worthy i'm not deserving of whatever i want so know that you are enough you're good enough smart enough talented enough and worthy of what you want regardless of what anyone else might be saying to you you don't need that validation from other people because all the validation you need is already within you and just know that it's all available to you it might not be available to you in the way you were expecting it to be but it is available to you uh, secondly, I think it's about doing that inner work. So getting a better idea on what are your conscious and subconscious blocks or rather unconscious blocks that you're not aware of at all. So knowing that everybody have these self-sabotaging thoughts or patterns and uh, self-limiting beliefs that might be keeping you stuck in, I don't know whether it's re in relationships or in your business, you will see certain re mm -hmm. recurring patterns are, that are just stopping you from getting to where you want to be. And of course, the, the shadow integration, if you want to be doing the, the deep healing to really fully recover from or detach from past situations that have created these negative beliefs for you. And then I think, developing a sensitivity for your own energy 
So being very aware of how you're feeling and uh, making time to feel and understand your emotions, that's very important. But also being curious and have the courage to take action on what you truly want when you're getting honest with yourself. So that's a very important part. I think that will change your life if you are able to get honest with what your heart and soul truly desire and actually take action in that direction. And then finally, uh, just like be intentional about living a high vibe life. So whether that's to deal with people you surround yourself with and also um, like making joy, gratitude, love, abundance, compassion, your default state of mind. And like notice when negative thoughts, they they do creep in, like self-doubts definitely creep in, negative thoughts will creep in, but just knowing that that's not you, that is just like a thought that is passing by and like switch back immediately you know you want to let enjoy the love the gratitude that is always there you're you're always abundant and unless like you choose to tell yourself you you're not and so (laughs) absolutely (laughs) yeah absolutely powerful powerful stuff thank you so much i mean that is just that's just beautiful it's empowering it's life-changing if people can listen take that in and sort of roll with it and obviously you know it's about putting the work in. It, it, you have to, it's consistent approach. It's a putting that work in and it's reaching out. It's it's not It's not a, a negative. You feel like you've got to go to help. I think that's something sometimes some people feel, oh, I can't go out for help. I, I need to do it myself. Well, you are doing it yourself by reaching out for somebody, but it's about working with somebody that knows what they're doing, not just reaching out to um, a mate who goes, oh, you want to do it like that, love, you know. <laughs> to somebody who knows what they're doing knows someone like yourself tracy so how would people get in touch with you you can find out more information about what i do by going to my website at www.tracysang.com or you can email me at tracy t-r-a-c-y at internetofstories.com and i'm on instagram at subconscious manifesto thank you so much it's been an absolute delight pleasure and i just love chatting to you just it's just great i love your vibe tracy it's wonderful and i love the fact that you've you know you have come from this real technical background and now you're sort of really embracing that whole holistic self and you know i know from the conversations we've had previously you, know, you are happier as a result because you're connecting with your your passions and what really sort of raises your vibrational frequency and you can see radiating out so it's absolutely awesome so thank you so much for listening and uh, until next time this has been uh, Sarah Jane Leonard harnessing happiness and I hope this has helped you harness some happiness today take care and have a fabulous day and thank you so much again to my fabulous guest Tracy Thang thank you Sarah it's been a pleasure Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.